Welcome back to another edition of Coronation Radio. I am your host, Patrick Gerhardt, and with me today is Westcott Elberts of Burnt Orange Nation. Westcott has generously given us his time today to talk with us about the Husker quarterback transfer from the Longhorns, Casey Thompson, a highly coveted quarterback that Scott Frost picked up this past week in the transfer portal. And to start things off, an introduction, how are you today, Westcott? Uh, doing pretty well, just uh, getting ready for the long slog of the offseason here. Uh, now, uh, how are the Horns doing basketball-wise this year? Uh, they're 12-3, and three, uh, kind of getting into okay. conference play, played a pretty weak non-conference schedule. So uh, <clears throat> find out here in the next couple of weeks if they're, you know, going to really be a contender for, you know, the third or fourth spot behind uh, Baylor and Kansas in the Big 12. So it's kind of like normal in the Big 12 this year in that aspect. But at least it's yeah. something to look forward yeah. to. Yep. More than we can say right now, but, but let's, let's get into Casey Thompson. Casey is looking at his stats, a, a really solid quarterback, especially in passing. Uh, what, what was his history at Texas? Yeah. So, um, you know, Casey came to Texas as one of two members in the 2018 recruiting class. Um, he, also in that class was Cam Rising who transferred to Utah and uh, he's a starter there now. Um, so he sat behind Sam Ellinger and Shane Bouchelle for a year um, at that point, um, he entered the transfer portal, as did Bouchelle and Rising. Uh, Rising and Bouchelle both left. Thompson decided to come back. He spent another two years uh, backing up Sam Ellinger. Uh, he got his first really big opportunity uh, when Sam Ellinger was hurt in the Alamo Bowl against Colorado um, late in the, uh, to end the, the 2020 season. Um, he came in in the second half. It was really spectacular. Eight of ten passing, 170 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, basically perfect. Um, you know, he said that he spent the next couple of weeks after that frustrated with himself after the two incomplete passes. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, with Ellinger off to the NFL, uh, Thompson and, and Hudson Card, who was a, a top recruit in the 2020 recruiting class, um, kind of went head to head throughout the spring and, and into the fall. Um, Card ended up winning out uh, with a starting quarterback job uh, right at the end of preseason camp. Uh, he started the games against uh, Louisiana uh, Lafayette uh, played pretty well in that game, uh, really struggled against Arkansas, um, ended up, you know, giving way to Casey Thompson in that game. Uh, Thompson played better than, than Card did. Uh, Thompson earned his first start against Rice uh, the following week. He was 15 out of 18 passing, 164 yards, uh, two touchdowns and an interception. And, and really, you know, his strong play continued um, through the Oklahoma game. Uh, threw five touchdown passes against Oklahoma, threw for 388 yards. Uh, but that was a little bit of the turning point of the season for him um, and, and his future at Texas because um, he heard the thumb on his throwing hand in that game. Um, you know, he continued to play. He banged it up um, again multiple times. Um, he came out against, you know, Iowa State in, in early November. Uh, was two out of six passing for two yards. Um, got benched, just really, really couldn't go that game. Um you know, ended up, you know, making a couple more appearances, threw for six touchdowns against Kansas, um, and that loss finished the season uh, 17 of 23 passing for 170 yards, a touchdown and an interception um, against Kansas State. You know, a little bit of a down year for quarterback play in the Big 12. So, um, you know, Casey ended up uh, leading the conference in, in touchdown passes um, with 24. You know, he did have nine interceptions. Um, but I think, you know, in terms of just evaluating his season as a whole, um, it was really difficult to to really know what to make of his body of work 
because he did struggle with that thumb injury so much, you know, aggravating it at, at multiple points in the season and, you know, having games where, you know, he really couldn't play and uh, games even when, you know, he did play, it, it looked like he was really bothering him uh, when he was trying to push the ball down the field. In terms of his play, uh, looking at his stats, he's definitely more of a passer than a runner. How Nebraska is going from Adrian Martinez, who if he couldn't find somebody downfield to throw to, he would most likely either uh, toss it to one of his backs, which may or may not happen, or just run it, make the play happen himself. Uh, Casey, how is he in the pocket? I thought his pocket presence was pretty good. That was really kind of the difference. Um, You know, Hudson Card really struggled, especially against Arkansas. Um, you know, bailing on the pocket too early, struggling to know when to run, uh, when to pass the ball. And, and so, uh, you know, Casey Thompson's better uh, ability to, to know uh, when to make those decisions in the pocket was something that really gave him an, an edge over, over Hudson Card. And, um, you know, really just in terms of, you know, the, the lack of, um, you know, the lack of rushing yards for Casey Thompson, a lot of that uh, was just, a, you know, the result of the offense that, that Steve Sarkeesian runs, he's very much, um, you know, a guy who likes pro style pocket passers uh, really doesn't use the quarterback <clears throat> run game at all. Uh, Texas sometimes, you know, in, in short yarded situations, um, you know, including on the goal line, you know, they might run a zone read here and there, but um, you know, Texas probably had um, I would think less than 20 cold quarterback runs uh, this year. So when he is out in the open, which Nebraskans are just used to seeing their quarterbacks do, how is he? How is he as a runner in the open space? He's a good. He's a good athlete. He has a little bit. Uh, he has a little bit of wiggle in the open field. Um, you know, I think he can make guys miss at times. So um, I would expect him to have a much larger role in the run game for uh, Nebraska next year. And I, I think that's an area um, that he can definitely. You know, I, I'm not sure that he's Adrian Martinez, but. Um, you know, he can, he can he can definitely provide some value in the running game. I don't have any question about that. That's good. That's good to know because Frost at least relies somewhat upon that uh, when the offense takes the field. If you, you, you just did a very good rundown over him. What are kind of, what are some of his strengths and what are some of his weaknesses that you saw while he was at Texas over the past three years? Yeah, I think um, a couple of things that really stand out about him. He prepares really hard. Um, you know, he talked about, um, in this, you know, the off season, you know, heading in to the 2021 season, um, he went back and, and watched all of his film, um, back through high school, including, you know, throwing sessions that he would do on the side with guys, you know, all of his practice film at Texas, all of his game film in high school. So he's, he's very studious in his preparation. Um, I think once he get in, gets into games, I don't think anything is really going to catch him by surprise, you know, if, um, if an opposing defense has put something on film before, um, that's something that he will have studied and recognized. Um, I think he's, he's a good leader um, in part because of his preparation. Um, I, I'm not sure that he's, you know, really a big rah-rah guy, uh, but his advantage in leadership um, ability over Hudson Card was, um, you know, something that I, I think was really determinative in him remaining on the field even though he was struggling through um, that thumb injury. Um, you know, I think he's, he's an accurate passer, um, you know, when, when he's healthy. Um, I think sometimes um, he can be, he can have like a little bit of that, that gunslinger mentality where he forces some throws. 
you know, nine interceptions. Uh, I'm not sure what the INT rate for that is. Uh, let me check that real fast. INT rate, yeah, uh, 3.4. That's uh, that's pretty high. Um, there are definitely some some bad decisions that he made. You know, the one that really stands out um, against Oklahoma State kind of towards the end of that first half. Uh, Texas had a big lead there in the red zone. Um, you know, tried to tried to throw, you know, a ball to the outside. Um, you know, the cornerback ended up, you know, kind of jumping the route, uh, returning it for, um, you know, a touchdown on that play. And that was kind of, you know, the turning point in that game and um, a big turning point in, in the Texas season too. So, um, you know, going into his fifth year in college, I think some of that is probably baked in a little bit. Um, and I think some of it's a result of uh, just his lack of height. You know, he's listed at 6'1". I think he's probably a hair under six foot. And um, one of the remarkable things about him, um, you know, he, he's a really interesting guy to talk to. Um, you know, he'll, he'll give great interviews at Nebraska. Um, but one of the things that he was really honest about was uh, just some of the issues that he has seen over offensive linemen where, you know, at times he's, he knows where the defenders are pre-snap. He knows where his receivers are going to be. And then based on his, pre-snap and immediate post-snap read, he's really making a lot of guesses as to where he thinks guys are because sometimes he can't necessarily see them. Um, and, and so I think that kind of contributes to some of those, um, you know, issues that he has with interceptions. And, um, you know, I think that's something that, um, you know, could continue to be an issue for him at Nebraska too. It seems just reading articles and seeing the interviews that he's done, he's a he was fairly well-liked at Texas. Um, it seemed he had a good personality. Everybody seemed to get along with him very well. The fans uh, speak very, high, very highly of him. Uh, why, why do you think he went to the transfer portal when it came down to it? Um, I think part of it was, you know, this is kind of where the, the thumb injury comes in. Um, you know, after the regular season ended, um, you know, Steve Sarkeesian was very clear that he was completely opening up the quarterback competition. Um, so that was going to include Thompson, uh, was going to include Hudson Card. Um, and then, you know, a few days after that, Quinn Ewers, who had been a Texas commit, spent a year at Ohio State after reclassifying from the 2022 recruiting class where he was, you know, considered really a generational type prospect, given a perfect rating uh, by 24-7 sports, more highly rated uh, than Justin Fields and, and um, you know, Trevor Lawrence when they were coming out. Uh, so Ewers went into the transfer portal, um, wanted to come back to the state of Texas, considered Texas Tech as well, and, you know, landed at Texas. And, you know, Texas didn't bring in Quinn Ewers to, you know, be the backup. They brought him in uh, to win the starting job. And, you know, I think with the eligibility situation for Casey, um, I, I really don't uh, bring practice and try to compete for the Texas job. Um, he needed to enter the portal, um, go somewhere where he – you know, would be the favorite, um, you know, to win the starting job and, you know, could get on campus uh, this month and, and go through, you know, full offseason uh, with his new program. In terms of the difference between, between style of play, there is a difference, at least I've noticed, from Nebraska's transition from the Big 12 to the Big 10 in terms of how defenses are set up. And honestly, and like this is just kind of how it is, the physicality is a little bit higher here. Um, how well will he stack up against some of these Big Ten defenses that honestly will just do everything they can to hurt him? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think, you know, the one thing that his thumb injury showed is that he's a, he's a really tough player. Um, he's willing to, to battle through pain. Um, I think he understands the difference between being hurt and being injured after being in college um, for a while. Um, you know, in terms of his physical build, um, he's not the tallest guy. He's built pretty well. You know, he's, he's not, you know, as thickly built as, you know, Sam Ellinger. You know, you're not going to mistake him for the team's fullback walking off the bus or, you know, a linebacker or anything like that. Um, but he also, you know, he, he has a much stronger build than, you know, than Card, for instance, who's, you know, a pretty thin guy. I'm not sure if there's anybody on Nebraska comes to mind that, that I would compare him to. But, yeah, he could, he's – he'll stand in the pocket. He'll be able to take hits. Um, you know, if he's not injured, you know, he'll be out there. And I, I think that, um, you know, he has the physical stature – um, you know, to have a level of durability, uh, certainly, you know, if he is running the ball more often as expected this year, that's, you know, challenges his durability in ways that he hasn't been challenged in college. Um, and certainly that, you know, he wasn't challenged this year, um, you know, so that that changes the equation a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I don't think that should be a big concern for Nebraska fans. Great. Great. Well, that's all I have for you. I do appreciate you coming on board. Um why don't you give everybody a rundown of where they can find you and read your articles? Yeah. Um, always available. BurnOrangeNation.com. Uh, if anybody wants to follow me on Twitter, uh, SBN underscore Westcott, W-E-S-C-O-T-T. And uh, yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you again for coming on board. All right. Thanks for having me, Patrick.